All right. Awesome. So um, I saw that you wanted to look into some subconscious blocks, your soul's mm -hmm. purpose and um, any ancestral um, karma that mm -hmm. can be resolved. Um, cool. So let me share my screen. I'm going to show you your chart. And um, what do you do for a living now? I am a clinical hypnotherapist. I'm actually doing RTT, which is where I saw that you had posted all of this. So mm -hmm. I, I'm already a clinical hypnotherapist, but I just started doing RTT to have, you know, to do mm -hmm. as well. Oh, awesome. That's really awesome. Okay. So this is your chart. <laughs> Don't let it out intimidate you or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I did down, jot down some notes um, before we hopped on today. Okay. And, you know, the first thing that came to mind when I was uh, looking at your chart to look for any subconscious, subconscious blocks, excuse me, um, I see that there could be a little bit of like feelings of unworthiness or like you might have like really trouble like manifesting things into your reality. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's also like some communication issues. Like you have... Um, like, I don't want to say like, you're not good at communication, but there might be like some fears or like triggers that come up with communication. Maybe when you have conflict or like, you're just like having some like trouble um, communicating things that are meaningful to you. Mm -hmm. Does that resonate? 100%. Okay, perfect. Okay, good. Well, not perfect, but <laughs> um, awesome. And um, what I'm seeing um, on your chart, just to let you know, is that your moon right here it's mm -hmm. in your third house. So you see there's 12 houses in the entire chart. Your third house, that's the house that governs communication. Mm -hmm. And you have your moon there. It's in the sign of Scorpio, um, your Scorpio moon. But in this particular um, methodology of life path astrology readings is that, you know, we look at the moon to figure out like what ancestral wounds that person has. And ancestral meaning like just your family of origin. So like parents, um, siblings, aunts, uncles, things like that. Like there may not have been like a lot of clear communication in um, like where you grew up or like your, maybe your parents, I'm not sure if they were married or, you know, you grew mm -hmm. up with both of them in the household, but I'm just picking up on like just some really, really toxic or like dysfunctional communication um, practices. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like a blockage now uh, in your life. So that makes sense. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And Scorpio, you know, that's a water sign. Scorpio is ruled by the planet Pluto and you have your Pluto in Scorpio. So I feel like that would just kind of compound the, um, the energies there. Not to say that it's like super bad, but again, like Scorpio likes to go deep. It likes to go below, below the surface. So any type of shallow communication, like just wouldn't sit right with you. Like you would want to definitely get things resolved, um, get to the root of it and, you know, dig it up pretty much. <laughs> Um, yeah, Pluto is all about death and transformation, like ending endings and beginnings. So okay. you don't want to leave anything lingering. You kind of want to clear the air. Mm -hmm. um, another, oh, and then where I, where I was looking for your manifestation blocks and worthiness, that has to do with your 12th house. Okay. Um, so what we look at is your Chiron. It looks like a little, this little symbol right here, okay. a sign of Leo, and it looks like a little circle and a K on top of it. Mm -hmm. um, the Chiron is like where your soul is wounded. So it's not necessarily your family. It's like where your soul kind of picked up wounds from previous lives. And mm -hmm. because it's in the 12th house in the sign of Leo, the 12th house governs like illusions, uh, spirituality, psychic abilities, 
um, occult practices, things like that. It's anything that's not tangible, like the ethereal mm -hmm. realm. Mm -hmm. And Leo is a fire sign ruled by the sun. But because you have a Chiron there, I feel like that means that, you know, you, you wouldn't feel necessarily, um, or like a, your soul exact, to, to be exact, wouldn't necessarily gravitate to like manifesting things um, outside of the physical. It's kind of like you want to be, you want to like work hard in the, in the earth realm, mm -hmm. which makes sense. I mean, we're humans, but mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm just picking up like, you're kind of like not really comfortable with channeling source energy. Does that mm -hmm. resonate? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. And Okay, so you're a Leo sun, but your ascendant is, is Virgo. So Virgo rising, that's an earth sign. And your Jupiter is in the sign of Virgo here. Mm -hmm. So when people meet you, the first house is all about self-impressions, like first impressions, how you view yourself, how people view you. Um, it's it's kind of like people, you know, most people really don't even see mm -hmm. like kind of like that magnetic side that a Leo has. They see you as more mm -hmm. like down to earth, more strategic. Um, you'd like to plan things out. Um, mm -hmm. Even though you'd like to have a really great time um, and you're really fun, it's like you're not very spontaneous, right? Like you, Very reserved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you don't really gravitate to the spontaneous things, um, which is perfectly mm -hmm. fine. It's just what I'm picking up on your birth chart. Um, okay. What else did I have? Okay. Ancestral karma. Um, so we talked about the moon a little bit. Another, uh, aspect of the chart that is, it's not exactly ancestral karma, but it is an indication of like the challenges that mm -hmm. your soul is here to overcome, to ascend to your greatest self. And that is the true node, also known as the North node. It's this little mm -hmm. symbol down here. And you have it in the sign of Sagittarius in the fourth house. So that leads me to believe that you do have um, many family wounds. Um, and you, you really don't see yourself as like um, a person of authority within your family, um, within like your family of origin. And, you know, you struggle with being assertive with those people that are closest to you and set boundaries and, and do the things that set your soul on fire. Um, you are more comfortable with just taking on the work of trying to please many people at once. Mm -hmm. And I'm picking up on that because with a true node in Sagittarius in the fourth house, the opposite of that is um, Gemini. So the opposite of your true node is your South node. The mm -hmm. South node is what your soul has done really, really well in previous lives. So it's the gifts that you're bringing over into this lifetime. So it's like, mm -hmm. it doesn't take a lot for you to um, take on many different projects or to get involved in many different things. In fact, that probably is what motivates you because your Mars is right here in the 10th house in Gemini. So like, even in your career, you may find that like, you like to have different things to kind of sink your teeth into like different um, challenges. Um, you know, even though like you would tackle them from a very practical perspective mm -hmm. um, and more systematic because your Midhaven's in Taurus as an earth sign, but your Mars is in Gemini. So you know, again, the things that kind of like, you know, make your, you um, light up are like mm -hmm. the things that are more creative. Um, 
it is communication, you know, even though that may be a little bit of a um, challenge for you, I feel like the things that would allow you to assert yourself are motivating. And um, what else do I see here? Yeah, so your fourth house is where your true note is. Like, but does that make sense to you? Like, do you feel like you are, like, do you have a lot of challenges with like family life or home life? Um, yeah, I would say so. So I grew up with just my mom mm -hmm. and it's always been my mom and I, you know, in essentially we don't really speak too much of our immediate family, mm -hmm. but our relationship is very butt heads. Um, it, it almost seems like we're more like sisters and mother and daughter. Oh, really? And we just both trigger each other with, it's just a screaming match all the time, but that's just the way that we communicate. It, it's like we both want to rip each other's heads off all day, every day. And that, that's just the way it's always been. Huh. That's so interesting. Oh my goodness. Okay. So that's where, okay. So that's the communication that I was picking up on, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, but it's not like you guys, it's not like you don't get along. It's just like, that is how you, it's weird. Yeah. It's like we get along with each other, but we despise each other at the same time. It's a very, very weird dynamic. It's like, we're good friends, but we just know how to just press those buttons. It's like, we really know how to piss the other one off with just our existence. Okay. <laughs> Are you guys close in age? Is she like a young mom? She is a young mom. Okay. She had me when she was 21. Okay. So, you know, definitely very young. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that makes sense um, in terms of your chart. Um, so then... You don't mind speaking up with her then. It's just, I feel yeah, like with her, I don't mind speaking yeah. up with, even though when I do, she's, she has a very strong energy. So like, she has a very strong, masculine, aggressive energy. So even though I do speak up and fight back, I still, it's like, I'm very tiny compared to her. Mm -hmm. Like energetically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But she's like the only person that I can openly communicate with in confrontation just because it's a comfort thing. Like it's my mom. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, you know, outside of the rest of the family where we don't have respect from the rest of the family, they look down on all of us. It, it just, it's not a good relationship with anybody else in the rest of the family. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And it's for both of us. So the way that they treated her, they also treat me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now I, I always wondered like what my, what is the karma between me and my mom that would make that, that makes this relationship so cutthroat and why we just, you know, get at each other all the time. Oh, you know, that's a really, really good question. I mean, I really wouldn't be able to answer it from her perspective, but for you, I mean, you have your true node. I'm in the fourth house, but it's in the sign of Sagittarius. And, mm -hmm. you know, Sagittarius is like a really, it's a, it's a fire sign. It's ruled by Jupiter. So Jupiter is all about expansion and like, mm -hmm. it's like huge and forceful. So it's like whatever you put on it, it kind of expands. Mm -hmm. So because your challenge is there, I feel like that kind of like compounds it. So I feel like your mom probably already had that wound, like before you were born and then you came along and it's like, mm -hmm. it kind of like went it went bigger for her. Mm -hmm. 
and yeah, and Sagittarius too. I feel like they're that's a that's an energy that doesn't hold back. You know, they're like the adventurer, the explorer, Very the philosopher. Free. Yeah, like they're not gonna like be quiet about anything. Mm-hmm. So, well, that makes sense because if that's supposed to be like the free, open, and expanding, mm-hmm. she restricts and controls and like keeps it so it's like I want to break free and it's like I'm an adult now why are you still in my life like this and trying to restrict me you know but she can't control herself so that's so interesting do you know her sun sign yes um I know all three of hers her son is a Virgo her moon her rising is an Aries and then her moon is either a Virgo or an Aries Okay, so she's double earth. But you know, but Virgos, yeah, I feel like a Virgo would try to control. Virgos, mm-hmm. they're very detail oriented, you know, very much like wanting to have every all their ducks in a row mm-hmm. before they can do anything. Um, even though it's an earth sign, I feel like they still can be very, very rigid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ruled by Mercury. Mercury is all about communication. Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like her moon, you said her moon's Aries? Or it's no, either her Aries or Virgo. I know, oh. I know her ascendant is Aries, but the, the moon is either Virgo or Aries. She's double one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Aries. Okay, so if, and yeah, she might be taking a more of her ascendant traits then mm-hmm. with an Aries. Yeah, that's interesting. So how's your health though? You have your Saturn in your sixth house. Mm-hmm. And the uh, sixth house is all about health and wellness, and it's in Aquarius. Um, do you find that you, do you take care of your health pretty well? Yes, extremely well. I'm very... I'm very crazy about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I pretty much never get sick. I would say the only issue that I ever have is I have poor circulation and sometimes my joints hurt from years of doing sports and things like that. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I I can't even tell you the last time I had a cold. (laughs) Oh, awesome. Perfect. Okay. So Saturn's happy because yeah. <laughs> Saturnian, yeah. yeah, Saturnian energy wants you to make, it's like, it's all about rules and regulation and wants you to make sure you're doing what you're doing. So cool. So Saturn is good. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, your Neptune and Uranus. Um, yeah. Neptune and Uranus here in Capricorn. Um, now, do you feel like you overwork too much? Like, do you not like, do you not give yourself a break and like, enjoy leisure and playtime? I completely overwork. All I do is work. And if I'm not working, I'm doing something like some type of course. I'm always doing like five or six courses at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I work like 70 hours a week. It's, it's, that's <laughs> pretty much all I do. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm seeing that with, okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. Cause with your Mars and Gemini, they want their hands in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Gemini's do. And then, um, Uranus and Mer- I'm sorry, Uranus and Neptune. These signs always like trick me up. Yeah, uh, Uranus and Neptune. You have it in Capricorn, and the fifth house is all about leisure, playtime, relaxation. But Capricorn's an Earth sign. It's ruled by Saturn, so mm-hmm. it would be a little bit rigid. But the thing is, Neptune and Uranus are like kind of left of center. So you know, I would I would work on taking a little bit more of a break, mm-hmm. um, and just doing things that doing things that are not necessarily like action oriented. I mean, you don't have to like go to the amusement park because, you know, Neptune is all dreamy. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's like illusions. I'm not sure if you like, um, if you ever go to like relaxation classes, you know, where they have like, it's like they do like sound baths or like mm-hmm. yoga. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Um, I like 
that's definitely something I always try to incorporate into my daily life. It's just sometimes I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. I mean, that's awesome that you're doing a lot of um, a lot of with your crap. Now, do you find what you do rewarding? Yes. Okay. Uh, that, that's also why it's easy for me to do that because I actually enjoy this. Like when mm-hmm. I started doing hypnotherapy, maybe like three years ago, when I full-time practice, that's what I enjoy doing. So for me, it was like a hobby turned a career. So for me to do all these courses and to do all of this, I enjoy it. it it's what I like to spend my time on. So I, I don't feel like I'm working. Okay. Back when I was you know, working in restaurants, I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I worked because I needed the money, but I despised it. Now I actually love it. So I could just sit there and do courses and learn all day. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um. That's amazing. Do you do you like groups, group um, hypnosis or is it one-on-one? I do one-on-one. Okay. I might, cause I just relocated to California from Florida, which mm-hmm. I lived here before, but I just came back like two weeks ago. So once everything starts getting normal again, mm-hmm. um, I might start doing groups and things like that, okay. but I haven't done them before. Oh, okay. Awesome. How's Cali? I like it. I mean, it, since the last time I've been here, it actually seems very pretty. Mm-hmm. I guess we're not in a drought anymore. So <laughs> it's very green and beautiful and the air is clear. It's mm-hmm. been nice. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, I did jot down a few notes about your soul's purpose. I'm interested to know, do you have a niche for people that you um, work with? No, not yet. Okay. Because I had that, you know, you help people find like God-given or like, source given like attributes like whatever makes them magnetic like you help them find it and draw it out so that they can um, attract like-minded relationships and build a soul tribe oh okay yeah that's just what I came up with we you know in this methodology what we do is we we look at your north node your chiron and your 12th house to kind of get like an archetype for who you would work with and what you would help them do or the problem you would help them resolve okay um yeah so, and then how are your relationships, like your friendships, you have your seventh house in Pisces, there aren't any planets here, but you know, with it being in Pisces, that is like, again, it's Neptunian energy, it's dreamy and very, mm-hmm. um, like not, uh, of the earth, but do you find like you, have you have any challenges with your relationships? Um, yeah. Um, so I guess, well, relationships, like romantic relationships or friendships or both I think both I'm getting that like you really don't it's kind of like you just are kind of carefree with it like you kind of like it's here Um, it's not friendship wise since I've lived so many different places I always keep in touch with my friends from all over Mm -hmm. but the thing is is that since I started doing hypnotherapy maybe like three four years ago I stopped really caring about hanging out Mm -hmm. so it's like I very rarely see friends. If I do, my friends are all over. Having friends is not, it's not an area of concern for me at this point. It's like I've spent my young adult life always out with friends and always doing things and traveling. But now it's just, that's not a focus of mine. I I try to keep in touch with my friends all the time, all over the place. But for the most part, uh, I wouldn't say that I have many friends that I hang out with. Just because a part of me almost feels like I'm wasting time. Oh, really? I'm hanging out with my friends now because I, I had years of doing that. I had years of doing that and not doing hypnotherapy, not knowing what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. once I figured out what I wanted to do, I was like, okay, put that behind me. Time to focus now on what I oh. want to do with my life. 
Oh, that's so interesting. Say, yeah, I would say I have good friends all over, but you know, hanging out with friends is not something that I really do that often anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, relationships, I tend to have a very uh, bad pattern of attracting men who end up not having a job and then I have to support them for a while. That, that's a nice pattern. <laughs> that, oh, really? <laughs> that I had two, two previous relationships, but now I'm in a new one and we just went long distance because I moved mm-hmm. so far. I mean, I'm trying to break the pattern because I'm not letting them move in with me. So oh, <laughs> I'm breaking the pattern because <laughs> that's when they all, all of a sudden lose their jobs. So, so oh, far I'm breaking the pattern. I don't know. We'll see. Good. Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So that's actually, let me see whatever, what other notes I had. I feel like you're doing really well career-wise. I mean, you love what you do. The only thing I saw was just like to kind of like give yourself a break sometimes, um, like get clarity, like, so when you, when you said you dive into like these courses, like, are you like doing it because you really feel like it's going to help you or are you just doing it kind of to keep you busy? Because I feel like it's going to help me. I always feel like I don't know enough. Okay. I always feel like it takes me a long time to learn things. And then I always feel like there's something missing. So I'm very perfectionist. It's mm-hmm. like, I also have, you know, the typical self-doubt imposter syndrome. So it's like, I feel like I need to know everything perfectly because who am I to uh, ask people to pay me if I feel like I'm not giving them a hundred percent. Now I know that that's, that's also a trap because will I ever feel like I'm, I'm perfect? No, that's the problem with perfectionism, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm constantly doing things to try to piece things together and learn more and just be able to offer more. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that's probably your Midhaven and Taurus. Taurus is very hard workers and um, <laughs> yeah, very, very hard. And then you're using your Gemini energy to get into everything. Um, awesome. Okay. Last thing I think I would touch on is your, well, a couple things, your Mercury and your Venus are over here in Leo. Um, that's really interesting. So like, so I know we talked about the communication with your mom and you, re- you guys really don't talk to the family that much. How do you communicate with other people? Like how, you know, how do you communicate? Not with well. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Not well at all. My number one problem. So <laughs> my biggest problem. So my biggest fear is public speaking that I need to work on myself with hypnotherapy. But since okay. I, I never take the time to work on myself, mm-hmm. I haven't done it yet. But public speaking, number one issue, uh, social anxiety and my inability to articulate my thoughts. I can't articulate anything. And then when I'm put on the spot, it's like, I don't know what my name is. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing because I feel like you're speaking so well right now. I feel like you are like clear and yeah. It goes in and out. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I think because right now I'm speaking of what I know. I I know the issue that I have. Casual. Yeah. Yeah, it's casual, but it could be any other time where if it's a group of people and the eyes are on me, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's going on and I can't speak. <laughs> that is crazy. I was picking up on that, but I, I honestly wasn't that sure because, you know, we talked about your Chiron being here in the 12th house in Leo, but then you also have your Mercury, the, the planet, that energy that rules communication is also in Leo. 
-hmm. So, but the thing with Leo is like, it is a confident energy. It's ruled by the sun. So I was like, but it's in the 12th house. So that's like, kind of like not earth realm. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wait a minute. So yeah, but that makes sense that you kind of go in and out because it's, mm -hmm. it's, you have it in the dream house. What about how you like care for people or like how you, um, how can I phrase this? Like, how do you go about like making sure that you're honoring what you value? Cause like your Venus is also here in the, in the 12th house, like the Venus sign, you know, it's beauty, it's love, but it's also like material possessions, like how, like money and put in on property. Um, okay. So honoring what I value money, um, money has not been good the past. It's, it's, I now got out of a cycle of constantly being in debt for mm -hmm. like four or five years. So now I am free from the debt because my money always went to other people that also tied into the boyfriends. So mm -hmm. I end up having a boyfriend where they move in and then all of a sudden they're not working and I'm the one footing the bill for all of us. So then each time I got put in like massive, massive debt spending my money to take care of other people. Mm. So my money ends up going where I put more money into other people than I do into myself. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. With it being now, again, you have it in Leo, but it is in your 12th house. So I feel like you could, yeah, you could get kind of caught up in, in the trap, but you, you're not doing that anymore. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. And I think I also have the subconscious uh, belief of like, you have to work really hard to make money. Mm -hmm. So that's also why I find myself constantly working really, really, really hard. Because if I don't, then it's like, I don't feel like I deserve to be making money if I'm not, you know, putting out an equal energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty common though, especially among women, you know? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Well, that is amazing. Do you have any other particular questions? Um, hmm. Does anything show like a location? Can you see like, you know, what, cause I move around a lot. It's mm -hmm. like, I can, I never feel like I find the right place to be the right place to live. Do you think anything in my chart shows what I would be more suitable for? What area would, I don't know if that even makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, unfortunately, no, like the, so the birth charts really don't um, give a lot of like specific details on like the future. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's just kind of like, cause this is like a snapshot of the sky basically at the very moment you were born. Mm -hmm. So like these energies kind of just indicate like what areas you need to heal, um, like how you work best, like what kind of partner you would want, like it, but it really wouldn't say, cause you know, we're given free will. So it's not mm -hmm. really like, I could say, oh yeah, go like move to China, but like, no, <laughs> but at the same time, I will mention again, like that Chiron in your fourth house. So it's, it's about family, but the fourth house is also about like foundation, right? Like where you feel safe, like what you call home, but you're mm -hmm. wounded there. So I feel like that mm -hmm. is going to be like a, honestly, a constant like challenge that you would have to work through throughout this human experience. Because okay. yeah, like your, your soul is like, you know, it's, it's like damaged and feeling safe and secure in one spot. Mm -hmm. um, and that's probably why you have moved. And like, when you moved, was it like a hard decision or kind of, did you just kind of get up and say, all right, I'm going here? No, it's very, I do it so often that it's like, okay, I'm done. I'm just going to pick up and go. I'm very good at saying goodbye to people. It's yeah. like, okay, I'm leaving. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah so that's probably yeah um you know and honestly you, you might not ever like not have that feeling you know what mm -hmm. I mean 
um, something in me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, you know, when you are where you are, and I think that's why I asked about like your relationships and friendships is Mm -hmm. because I feel like you're going to get that sense of home and belonging and, and people and in like what you're doing for fun. Like I mentioned, like, you know, giving yourself a break, like not working so hard and like maybe like building like really great relationships with people. Cause I feel like that's where your like community and foundation is going to come from. Not necessarily the physical location. Oh, okay. So yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just what I picked up on. But I mean, as far as like your career, I feel like you're like kicking ass. So, <laughs> um, I hope you're get- so. <laughs> yeah, you're getting your money together. Um, how's RTT? Do you like that? Um, I do really like it. I haven't, I haven't even started with uh, doing the practice and things like that. I've had one mentor call so far because I just moved from Florida. So it's like I'm very behind in keeping up with everything. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I really like it so far. It's definitely something that I think is very useful. How do you like it? How long have you been doing it? Um, Not that long. Um, Hypnosis, I, um, since like February, I guess, but like I wanted to get more, I guess, kind of like you, I wanted to feel like more credible and I Mm -hmm. wanted to have like a variety of services that I would offer my ideal client. And I am leaning more towards like spiritual and um, holistic practices. So I have like read tarot cards as well and I'm doing this. So um, I haven't really like dug my feet into like hypnosis RTT yet. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, (laughs) between the memorizing everything, that's what gets me. (laughs) Like I don't have time for this. Yeah, it's a lot. So, but I'm glad that, you know, these tools are available for everyone, especially now when we have like that pause Mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah. So, yeah. And where are you located? I'm in Baltimore. Oh, okay. Um, And then, so if I, because I want to be able to refer people to you. So just your website, is that how you've been doing everything? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, my website or my email. Yeah, the landing pages. Yeah, I literally just made that like last week. So oh, okay. um, Yeah. (laughs) Because I think yeah, they can do the landing page or my email because I think my official website is in that landing page. So okay. Um, Okay. Yep. So um, I'm going to wrap it up here. Just to let you know, I, um, I set up like an automated email to send out to people like within 24 hours, just to give like a um, testimonial, if you wish, totally optional. So um, you'll you'll get that. And yeah. Um, Thank you again. I really appreciate your time. Of course. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And take care. Good luck with everything. Thank you. You too.